This is Hans Reamer, Montgomery County Council Member, and you're listening to the Conduit Street Podcast, the official podcast of the Maryland Association of Counties. Welcome to the Conduit Street Podcast. Kevin Canale here with Michael Sanderson. Michael, we are still recording remotely. That's become the theme here amid the COVID-19 pandemic. But how are you holding up? Doing okay out here. How about you, Kevin? Doing just fine. Thank you. And today, Michael, we have wanted to do it actually since our 100th episode. But it seems like this week fell together as a good time to do this. We're going to do a state of the podcast, sort of similar to how the governor does the state of the state, etc., We'll do some looking at back, some looking ahead. What do you think about that? I think the time feels okay. Honestly, if we're if we're reading the virtual room, maybe we could do a COVID free, Kerwin free, like politics free <laughs> sort of episode and just chat a little bit. But I don't know, this has been on our collective mind for a while to do a little inventory of how this little enterprise is going, a little bit about where it came from, but I think more importantly, where we want to take it next. So um, I think this is a good good timing and something to involve our listeners in. Let's jump right in. My first question to you is, why would our county station want to do a podcast in the first place? <laughs> it's a fair place to start, isn't it? Right? It's not an right. obvious part of the brand. Um, we have been in the information and news business for a decade or so. Uh, that's more or less coincided with my time as the director at Mako. I felt like there was a place for us to be a news source and sort of an amplifier of things going on that were interesting to counties. Um, you know, we're Mako's always been looking for ways we can serve our member counties, and the county officials themselves, the elected officials, and the county professionals. So we're always looking for ways we can be valuable to them. Um, the, the bit of a story that leads to the podcast was an effort along those lines. A few years ago, we hatched this idea that we have elected officials who come to Annapolis every week during the legislative session. They're part of MACO's legislative committee. That's the group that takes votes on bills and sort of guides our policy. We meet with right. policymakers in Annapolis. That's a pretty big part of the MACO engine and tradition. We always felt like our connection's strong with those people who drive to Annapolis routinely, and they're really plugged in. What about their counterparts, the other commissioners or council members back home who aren't the appointed member for you know representing their county at Mako, but still have an interest in this kind of stuff? For a couple legislative sessions, we cooked up this idea of let's do a Friday afternoon phone call as we'll do a conference call, which, you know, seemed like a thing at the time. Now, of course, everybody's doing these remote Zoom meetings and WebExes and all this kind of stuff. So the old-fashioned conference call seems a little quaint, but we had a conference call on Friday afternoons, and the idea was we'll do a roundup of a particular topic. We'll talk about all the public safety issues that have been hot in Annapolis during that week of the legislative session, and our county officials who wanted to call in and get that sort of an update even if you can't make it to Annapolis on Wednesday, you could probably dial in for 30 or 45 minutes on Friday and get that week's roundup. 
So this is really, I mean, we have a very successful blog. We have an email push that goes out every single Friday. I know there are a ton of subscribers there, but this was more of a personalized reach, right? To get people on the phone on a Friday afternoon as the week winds down during session, sort of a recap of Annapolis that week. And, you know, I mean, that, that seemed like it went okay. I mean, I remember one of the downsides was it was a specific time people had to dial in. I mean, you know, I, I don't remember right. the numbers, maybe you do, about how many people we had for that. But at the time, it seemed like a, a really fair and good idea. Yeah, yeah the, the numbers would vary by the topic, but, you know, we'd get a relatively hot topic. We might get 20 or 30 county people to dial into a phone call to mostly just listen and maybe ask a question or two. And I mean, I think collectively we felt like that was a, a decent use of everyone's time. Um, I participated on a fair number of those calls and I thought they were useful. So mm -hmm. we felt like we were delivering a service, but there was always, it always bugged me that I would get or my, you know, our colleagues would get a phone call or two or an email from a couple people who said, well, I just couldn't make the call. You know, three o'clock on Friday is tough for me. In my, in my, you know, my real job, other than being a county commissioner, I have to do this or I have to do that. So I just wasn't able to make the call. Hey, could you give me a quick summary of what everybody talked about? It sort of became obvious that that's not a perfect medium. And we figured, well, you know, this has, hasn't been super interactive. It's mostly been presentations and updates from the MAKO staff on what's going on. You know, this is you know, a couple of years ago, three years ago, we sort of hatched this idea. Well, what about if we recorded the call and made it available? And pretty quickly that evolved into, well, rather than just record a conference call and send out a link, we could just try and polish it up a little bit and do it as a podcast. That's, that's mm -hmm. the real medium for distributing audio that would be of interest to an audience is you just host it somewhere and link it and let people listen to it while they're on the treadmill or while they're driving the car or mowing the lawn or whatever. The idea of moving toward a podcast was born basically of some internal only phone calls. We said, well, maybe we can turn it into a podcast. Well, is it a podcast for just county people? Do we want you know the same 25 people to, to download the podcast that, that would have been on the, the call-in? Our conclusion was basically, no, we would, you know, why not just open it up? make it for anybody who wants to listen in. And if we make the topics interesting and timely, at the time, my thinking was maybe instead of 20 county people, maybe we'll get 50 people and that'll be fine. Maybe some of the people who come to the MAKO conferences or happen to be interested in a particular topic will get our perspective and that'd be fine. And if, if 50 people download the MAKO podcast, that sounds fine. Right. And, you know, I, I have to say, Michael, I think before we decided to do a podcast and some people told us, look, nobody knows what a podcast is. I mean, I know you and I were avid listeners, some of our peers, but there was some doubt about whether or not people would understand what a podcast meant. But I feel like you also had an idea to do videos, right? Like a vlog sort of thing. Well, I mean, what happened there? We, we sort of spitballed a lot of ideas around, but there was an idea at one point to do a video series. My, my favorite conversation in retrospect about this was I took this idea to a, a group of state associations out of the, the extended Southeast U.S. We meet every spring this year accepted. We get together in one of the state capitals and kind of go through issues we've been working on as associations or as advocates and share, you know, sort of compare notes and all that kind of stuff. So we were talking about modern communications and I brought up this idea 
And in my mind, I was like two thirds sold on shifting our phone call into a podcast. I floated the idea to a group of you know, directors and policy people from other state associations. Everybody around the room said the same thing. Podcast is stupid. You should do video updates, put, put, you know, get your people up there, do a, do a camera, do a green screen and all that kind of stuff. You know, put yourselves in front of the state house and do your updates. Like it's like, it's a newscast and mm-hmm. have people dial in and watch a 10 minute video. And I don't know, I can be a little hard headed, I suppose. And I basically just stuck with field the dreams. I was like, I, I think we're going to build this and I hope they come. Yeah, I remember you coming back and talking about that. And I think we were pretty adamant that we're going to do this, we're going to try. So you said we had 10 or 30 people on those weekly yeah. conference calls. We were hoping to get 50 for our podcast, you know, talking about bills, policy, whatever. And now here we are. We're on episode 122. Again, we <laughs> wanted to do this sort of at episode 100. But I think we're pretty happy with where things are, Michael. I mean you're sort of the keeper of the technical side of things. And, and that's no small element of, of our success and reach. But um, you know, the, every time we sit down to run the numbers on this, between the, the listeners directly through our blog site, where you can listen directly, um, people who download and subscribe through iTunes and through uh, Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Spotify and all those different services and so forth, my recollections were we're comfortably over a thousand listeners every episode, mm-hmm. and typically well above that, right? Absolutely, at least a thousand. And when we get into hot topics or if there's a big legislative week, we can triple that number. So, I mean, we're not Joe Rogan, but it seems <laughs> like we've we've found a spot here in Maryland, and we've we found a sweet spot. We have a lot of loyal listeners. We hear from them often. We get messages, and we certainly appreciate that. So our brand here, I mean, when we talk about a podcast, our brand essentially is policy. Essentially, it's a county focus, but anything that we find interesting, politics sometimes, we're not partisan. And we've gotten to some interesting sidetracks. You know, we've had a lot of discussions on technology and how technology drives policy. And we do this every so often, Michael, and and we do get a lot of clicks with downloads because those tend to be interesting topics. And that's why I think we're interested in them. And we know that our listeners will be as too. I feel like that's that's served us pretty well, that 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 you and I is the engine behind sort of planning out topics and when do we think we're due to swerve back and, and that kind of stuff. But I mean, as much as anything, we've been trying to hear what we hear back from listeners who contact us, you know, through you and me, sometimes through the Mako website and so forth. I mean, we hear back from people who have listened to the podcast and have thoughts about this topic or that, or they want us to get into something new. I mean, that's, I think that's where we're going to end this episode is open the floor and hear, we want to hear more from listeners. But I think one of the things you said there is really the, the essential kernel, like we try and find something we think would be interesting. And mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't know, I, th- I think we're probably doing one thing right. If, if this were just an extension of Mako lobbying or our you know, legislative and policy advocacy, I think it would be too dry and boring, right? I don't, mm-hmm. I don't think we'd have scores of non-county government people any, have any interest in our content if all we did was talk about well, this week, Mako took a position on these different bills, and we'll walk through them, and then we'll explain the Mako amendment on this thing over there. If that was our content, then maybe we'd, we'd still be at our 30 county government listeners, 
and maybe we'd be filling that particular service. But you know, we've we've deliberately evolved into saying there's interesting things happening in Annapolis. Some of the stuff is happening in Washington. Some of it is happening in Minneapolis and San Francisco and in all sorts of other places where you know state policy, local government policy housing, taxes, economics, land use, all these different things. There are components that I think people who are policy people can grab onto. And so when we hear about something that shows up out of Texas, even if that's not happening in Annapolis, let's fire it up and talk about it. And, you know, know, well, sometimes we're going to miss, but I think we've stumbled onto some relatively interesting topics just by keeping our eyes and ears open and listening to you know, to our to our listeners and their advice. Yeah, I think it's been a nice combination of talking about, you know, direct issues that Mako is working on in Annapolis and then also bringing in and weaving in interesting policy issues in general. But, you know, we said we're mostly listening for policy issues that we find interesting, right? And we hear from our listeners, we try to carry that load. But then we also started branching out. I mean, you and I went down to the Folk Festival in Salisbury, which was fantastic. We oh, had yeah. a great podcast in Baltimore City with leaders there, including the chief of police, Senator Corey McRae, leaders in Baltimore to get their perspective on the city and how to move the city forward. We've done live podcasts at conferences. We talked to Congressman Dutch Ruppersberger. We've talked about the census, broadband issues. All of that, I think, has been timely and really good content. All of that, in my opinion, is worth doing. But maybe I think the fear has been, are we losing our brand a little bit? And, and you know, the question has always been, do we care? I mean, is it worth branching out and sort of, you know, getting more exposure in different areas and, and hopefully reaching more folks? So I, I guess that's, you know, that's sort of the balance that we have to try and strike. And that's part of our thinking of doing an episode like this is to reflect a little bit. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know how many episodes in a row were basically the same you and I or you and one of our colleagues or three or four of us around the microphones talking about policy. We bring in Natasha on public safety and public health issues and we've had various other of our colleagues from from the policy team at Mako when we've focused on a particular area and have them join in to offer a perspective. Hey, I was at the bill hearing. Let me tell you how this whole thing went down. Or let me walk you through the issues on this land use stuff. So, but, but basically that's where we started. We figured, okay, the, the Mako staff is plugged in on policy. We're knowledgeable about the things that are happening in Annapolis. Generally, we can make a point to fill in our knowledge on areas that we don't naturally have. So we can try and talk about this sort of stuff. I don't know. That feels like, a pretty good groove to start with. We were a little hesitant getting far afield from that, but the, the the trip to Salisbury sort of broke the seal, I think. You know, get down there, met with several local leaders from that area during an event where there was a really big community spirit and a lot going on right in downtown Salisbury. So all that was good, um, but it sort of, I think, maybe opened our horizons a little bit. Right. I certainly agree. And, you know, lately, as listeners would know, we've taken advantage of social distancing and we've looped in guests, which, quite frankly, may have been tougher to arrange otherwise. And that seems to have gone well. We've got some good perspectives and we certainly welcome that. So I think this is, you know, the evolution of the podcast. We talked about how it started, where we've been, how we have changed things moving forward and sort of weaved in different content here and there. 
But I think now, Michael, we want to get some listener feedback, right? We want to know what people want to hear. We want to know how people want us to take this podcast forward and how we could potentially branch out more or maybe take a step back and get back to the wonkiness, if you will. But what are we looking for, uh, Michael, in terms of listener feedback? I'm hesitant to do something as as dreadful as a survey monkey instrument or things of that nature, as, as entertaining as an actual monkey conducting the survey sounds. It's very disappointing to find it's just a trade name and it's just a website. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, I don't know. Like, the obvious stuff to start with is there have got to be topics out there that our listeners would have an appetite for that you and I haven't stumbled onto yet. So... Mm-hmm. Send them in. Like we, I mean, you know, we've got we've got social media presence. Every time we post an episode, it shows up on the Mako and Conduit Street Facebook pages. Um, it shows up on Twitter through the account for the podcast and through the Mako account. Uh, you and I are both present on Twitter. So you know, there's a variety of ways that that folks can reach us. Our email is easy to find on the Mako website. So you know, what kind of topics do you want us to get into? Is there is there stuff that this podcast could target that would be, you know, in our wheelhouse and useful for you all to hear about or hear some more attention on. Yeah, I, I say I, I look for people to to recommend. I mean, do they have any particular guests that they'd like to have us talk to? I mean, would they like more or fewer episodes with just the Mako staff covering topics? And of course, our favorite topic, whether we like it or not. Kerwin, is anybody having Kerwin fatigue? I hesitate to ask that question. Or does do people oh. want us to talk more about Kerwin? I mean, we could we'll, do a we'll, special we'll, we'll, episode, we'll, Michael. Yeah, we're, <laughs> we could do an emergency Kerwin episode. We could definitely do an hour of content about what's oh, going on with sure. Kerwin, even though like we've already basically covered the basics. But yeah, we if we needed to do an hour of Kerwin, we could deliver. I mean, we could do hours and hours. We could break down each work group and we can break down all the recommendations in the different policy areas. And I think if people went back and listened enough, I think we've covered Kerwin. And I think there's more to come, by the way, on that. So there may be more there. And Michael, does anybody miss Guam? I mean, oh, geez, yeah. you we know, sort of, we let we, we, we let our friends in Guam go after a while. That was for for our longtime listeners. You'll you'll get this reference. But in an early episode of the podcast, we were talking about, I think it was election policy or something like that. And if if my memory is serving me correctly, Kevin dropped a mention of, you know, like like 17 states plus Guam have done this. So this wouldn't be a crazy idea for Maryland to consider. And I just thought the gratuitous reference of Guam was funny. And I made a point of mentioning, it's like, even Guam, even Guam figured this out. And then, I don't know, in our 122 episodes, we've probably managed to squeeze in. I don't know, 60 or 80 Guam references, maybe oh, 50. For sure. I don't know. <laughs> for sure. I mean, and, you know, Guam is on the forefront of a lot of things, which, which is what we've learned. But they never respond on Twitter or Facebook. Uh, we've tr- I've tried to get them to respond. So we will try to bring some Guam references back. I think we can make that decision. It can't but hurt. Right? It can't <laughs> hurt. I mean, but but other the other stuff, you know, does anybody think that we go too deep? Is this just... Ooh. You know, are we the nerd brand? Is that our thing? Or, you know, should we stick with that? Should we move away from that? I mean, we've had those conversations, Michael. Right. I mean, in my mind, that question is connected a good deal to the, the question of having guests versus staff level analysis. And I, I think when when it's the Mako staff, particularly when it's just you and I, 
um, are the the dial moves a little more in the direction of wonky and nerdy and so forth. And right. you and I are like, okay, yeah, well, let's let's break down that tax incidence issue and exactly where it is. And, and not everybody else is is totally into that sort of thing. When when we bring on guests, we're, we're we relish having an extra perspective, and we bring somebody else to the table who's got something to add, and we can try and connect things back to the counties. But that means that means the content's going to be different, almost necessarily. It's going to have a different flavor and feel than if it's just us. Yeah, at, at the moment, we've kind of informally landed on let's kind of alternate and let's do mm-hmm. some staff analysis and some and some uh, you know guest participation. But I'm not sure we're a hundred percent committed to the, the the lane we're in right now. So if there are folks out there who who think that you know. We want something that's in the weeds, right? And that and that Conduit Street is the closest Maryland has to that. Okay, you know we could we can tuck that away and, and kind of own that. That's fine. And yeah, we sort of accepted that. If 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 we get an overwhelming response, say guests are better, timely stuff, hipster stuff, and cut it out with all the numbers, that's boring. Then we we could take that under advisement and maybe not zero it out, but yeah, dial it down, tamp it down. We could probably do a little of that. A little bit. I don't think we could ever zero it out. You're right. <laughs> well, I mean, um, you, right. you got to play the hand you're dealt, right? <laughs> all right. What else are you looking for, Michael, in terms of listener feedback? Well, I, I mean, we're trying to look at the whole thing. And the the are some of our colleagues on the MAKO staff who are in communications and marketing and branding and so forth have been... Way smarter yes, than we are at that stuff. Yeah, right. Yes. Be, far better than us at all those things. Are you know, we're, we're sort of collectively kicking around... The, the the image of the podcast so um we've been thinking about the music like we've got bumper music uh that you know we we splashed around with a few different things and we've we've landed on something we've used now for a pretty long time is it, is it time to refresh that I, I listen to a lot of other podcasts some of them are really really focused with their brand others just seem to switch every six months they go to a new a new piece of music and now we're going to use this for a while um, I, I, I could probably be talked into either direction on that. We've had some people, you know, hector us a little bit over using, you know, some, some generic sounding music instead of, well, in all candor, copyrighted music, but right. Right. <laughs> and the um, same thing with the logo and image, right? I mean, and by the way, we do have right now, Heather Legg, who, again, one of those people who is way smarter than us when it comes to communications, there is a, a campaign running right now on Twitter and Facebook and on our website, I think, looking for new music, looking, there's a contest, if I'm not mistaken, asking people to go ahead and send in their original music, and maybe that's something we use for the podcast. But I also think, you know, we're doing the same thing with our logo, trying to see if we need to update that a little bit. We've had that for a while. We did make one change, but I think we're thinking it's time to make a change there. I know you're not a huge fan of having your your head on the image neither am i quite <laughs> frankly but i think the image has suited us pretty well but that's another issue we'd like to have people weigh in on do we need to change the image do we need to update it a little bit my favorite side story there is at our last winter conference in december we ended up doing some sort of a marketing shtick and almost everybody at the winter conference ends up staying at the hyatt hotel where right. all the events are being held and so one of the things you can do at hotels, now everybody gets the electronic key cards for their hotel room, so you can brand the key cards. Everybody, everybody who registers at the event 
and gets a room using our code will get a key card that has a branding on it. So on the back of the key card, we decided um, we decided in our infinite marketing wisdom to put, you know, hey, listen to the Mako podcast. We thought that'd be a neat way to put things in people's hands. So we put the image on it. And I don't know, I lost count of how many people came up to me showing me their hotel card with my face on, you know, our, your face and my face right on it. And I'm just thinking, oh, I, I just, I don't know, it was a it was a blush a minute for me having to, you know, sort of humbly say, oh, gee, it wasn't my idea, blah, blah, blah. Well, yeah. it wasn't, right? And they didn't tell us on purpose. <laughs> right. the, the, the communications team did not tell us before we went down there. On the way down to Cambridge, somebody sent me a picture of that key. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that was very interesting. It's pretty cool. I have some of those keys. But, yeah, that is a, a pretty funny story. That we were on the hotel keys, and I'll, I'll post a picture of that on Twitter for anyone who hasn't seen it. My my daughter thinks that's probably the most interesting thing that's ever happened in my professional yeah. career. That I was able to yeah. bring her. You know, I I poached a hotel key for her, brought her home, and it has my my little pixelated picture on there. She thought that was just the bee's knees. So, oh, okay, yes. good for her. Yeah, that's fine. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So yeah, a lot of feedback that we're looking for there. Basically, we want to know about content. We want to know about music. We want to know about the logo and everything in between. But most importantly, Michael, I think you and I both would like to extend a big thanks to our loyal listeners. We get our energy from them. We both enjoy doing this, I think. But we overall, we want this to be helpful. We want it to be informative. Hopefully, it's fun sometimes. And again, we want to hear from the listeners. We want to make it better. We do this for them. We do this ultimately for the counties. That's who we work for. That's who we represent. But we're hoping that, you know, a lot of people find this content useful and a lot of people can pick up some of what we're talking about and use it in their everyday lives. Well, I think that's that's really well put. So, you know, we'd like to hear from you, social media, direct contact, email and all that sort of stuff. We'd love to hear your thoughts on the things we just walked through um, or things that are off the reservation but, but seem like they may be worth talking about. Um, we'd love your feedback. If you've listened through this whole episode, you're probably diehard enough to be fully vested in the kind of stuff we do next. So I don't know. If, if you start out by saying this is like the state of the podcast, I mean, isn't it? basically convention that every official who does a state of the state of the state of the union you wrap up with the state of the podcast is strong right we want to keep it that way we want to keep making this better for you we get a lot of energy out of doing this we're happy that this has been successful for mako and we think we're adding value to the larger policy discussion help us do this better get us some feedback and keep on keeping on and of course, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and of course, the Conduit Street blog. We also, as I mentioned earlier, we have a weekly email push, which is a great wrap-up of the week in Annapolis. We have all of our articles that we've posted in that push, so subscribe to that as well. But we do want to hear from you. Again, that's how you can reach us on social media, on our website. We hope that you like and subscribe. But for now, until next week, we'll go ahead and sign off. I will sign off for Michael Sanderson and for Kevin Canale. We hope you enjoy. We hope to hear from you. And we will talk to you soon.